This meeting is being recorded. Oh, yeah, that's a good DP. Good morning, Grotto. And we got some guests on today with threes. Yourself. Hey, why not? Why not? If a few times a year I come on and it's because we have a season going on, it makes sense. Yeah. Commish in the house. So this is week two, games three and four. Got some stuff to break down, right? Walk me through your guys' uh, takes on it. Like I'm just like I like I'm on mute. NFTs yeah, want to go know. first. Go ahead, Crouton. Oh, I don't know. I feel like I feel like Luch. You know, gosh, yeah, just couldn't stop hitting. So he should probably lead us off. Um, yeah. I mean, it was nice, especially on the second wheel. To like, it was it was that first time of like the okay, because like. Even the like solid showing on the first one, but I think mathematically it was like directly in line with the number of burns. Like it was very close to like, okay, that's my percentage on the burn wheel. And then on the second, huh? Which is what it should be, like in a perfect world. But I'm saying like on that on game four, you know, the second of the day, it was like that nice like, yeah, fuck you, you know, like, and it and it happened to be, you know, our (laughs) our boy Gil. Our boy Gilly, uh, another beautiful monster popping its head out. Um, I want, I'm curious, just right off the top threes, you had mentioned some of the new monsters are things you, I think you said you felt like a poser and you had to go watch them. Was this one that was more in your wheelhouse or did you have to do some research on them? Or? Um, I had to do some research. Certainly not in my wheelhouse. Yeah. Okay. Mine either. Uh, and. And, and oh, in, fact, in fact, to me, it's one of those things where I'm I'm a, a, a an odd person in some of my understanding of the world, especially pop culture, where I like to know everything, but I don't necessarily know everything, right? Yeah. And and so I was. This is not one that I expected. The fucking deluge, overflow, waterfall of oh my gods. Like I now understand. Now I know that this is this is like a fan favorite already. Okay, and and I was like, part of me was was like, really, guys? That's not like, that's not classic. That's not like. But I'm understanding that for most of the grotto, they haven't seen the creature from Black Lagoon. You know, they they most of the grotto still doesn't even understand what Dan Meyer is referencing. Yeah, you know. For me, like Dan Meyer is one of my favorites because I I think there's certain creatures that are instant classics, like no matter what era. And I like I'm not in on the Saw movies really, but I love the puppet, right? Like I it's just one of those like the aesthetic, the the style, like you immediately get why he's menacing, you immediately get like how fucking cool the little you know, murder puppet making you play games is or whatever. Uh, same thing happened to me with like Terrifier. This character got introduced a few years ago named Art the Clown. And it was like this, like, I don't know if I'm going to watch that movie, but fuck me, that's a great monster, right? Like, it's just like, it just drops. And like, I think, so, I think, I think he just universally hits. I've played with this thing where, you know, I have to, I have to, when I'm thinking about what I'm going to, portray i gotta go is is a fucking puppet a monster is this is this 
is this guy no i i i'm i'm in the realm that yes okay mm -hmm. because i painted mm -hmm. him as such so obviously i went all in on that idea but there is this this moment in it right where i've got to go <laughs> <Don't make fun. laughs> you guys can't see this but it's very funny but um but i have to figure out <laughs> what um what i can qualify as a monster mm -hmm. you know and, and, and think of who we have already seen okay and and like nessie well I, well look one of the most horrendous films that i've ever seen i saw many 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 times on trains in spain and that was loch ness starring pierce brosnan okay terrifying movie terrifyingly bad okay but Nessie is not portrayed as a monster <laughs> in the movie. Okay, it's one of those that, like, during my time in Spain when I was on trains all the time, it was constantly playing. And I would go on eight-hour eight, eight hour train rides sometimes and see it four fucking times, okay? Um, but it's, a it's the fucking Loch Ness Monster. I'm sorry, if your name is Monster, <laughs> you should be in there. But as I'm, like, painting uh, Gilly... There's this part of me that's like, does this count? And is this going to play? Because this isn't necessarily classic. And then now I come to find, oh, no, it maybe is one of the most recognizable and comfortable classics for the grotto. Yeah. So it's fun. Yeah. I, like, I, I had no idea. And I don't always know what's going to hit. There are times where I'm like, oh, they're going to fucking love this. Okay. Um, but I don't always know. And so it was fun. I... Do, do, you, do you guys appreciate, I'll ask all, all three of you, um, in the painting itself, what I wanted to convey, okay, was that he genuinely was just a puppet shoved onto the bench of the dugout. The, the leg, I love the leg so much. Um, yeah, I, yeah, it's there. And it's, like the bat, like the bat I tried to paint as though it was just like wedged into him. Mm -hmm. Okay, <laughs> like he's got this comically tiny bat. <laughs> um, so so yeah so i had to i had to look it, i i don't like uh torture porn right you know? and so i tend to not really want to like that's not my kind of horror terror stuff you know mm -hmm. um, but it, i i saw look i didn't even finish the first one i'll be honest i saw enough to all i got to do is get references in my head for how things move around and stuff um so, you know, but I, I get it. I understand that most of you love. So what do you think of the painting, Kurtzon? I think it's great. I, uh, you and I talked on the phone yesterday and I, I don't ever really have any sorts of expectation or an idea as to what, you know, we might see as it relates to future monsters. But I definitely hadn't considered something like that. So it was cool to see. And I, I agree with your point earlier how, you know, I think for a certain age demographic in the grotto, it probably is much easier to identify with that as opposed to something from the 70s or 80s. Because, um, I mean, frankly, a lot of a lot of people in the grotto simply weren't born when some of these movies came out or they were very, very young when they were. So I think the Saw one really probably resonates in a way that you know, everyone's able to identify with it. Everyone remembers that and probably was around... I don't know, middle school, high school, college-ish for a typical Grotto member, I'd say. You you got really excited with it, Kitsch. 
Of course I did. Yeah, I didn't expect it. Like you said, I was looking for more classic movie monster stuff. And I think there's still a bunch on the table that could come popping out. But I didn't expect, uh, I call him Jigsaw, but I guess his name's Billy. But now it's Gilly. Um, <laughs> but I I agree that um, it's not really my type of movie. I have seen it all. I actually think that Hostel is even worse than Saw when it comes to that murder, porn, torture shit. But yeah, the, the gore throws me off. But I love the aspect that it's an inanimate object who now plays on a baseball team. He's, he's like mm-hmm. one of the only characters that... It just never had a heartbeat at all. Like, and it's great. And so, so just so, just so I'm clear, because he really isn't in it that much, at least not in the first one. I don't know if later on he's like Chucky flying around like crazy, right? Um, but it's a, it's a, it's a, a, like a dummy, right? Like it's not a it's not a marionette or is it a marionette? Yeah, it's not an Annabelle situation or whatever. Oh, you mean like as far as what moves it? Yeah. Um, hand like, up the like, ass. Like it's hand up the ass, right? It's like a like a ventriloquist dummy. Or I is think... it a marionette? I've been trying to figure. Uh, out. I mean, I've seen it like go along the bike and stuff like that. It feels more like marionette. I think yeah. to me, I would think more of marionette. See, so that's interesting. I couldn't get a real read on it, and not that much like info i expected more right but, but then i understand it's just not really shown i I, I, I I thought at one point of painting them batting with somebody doing the marionette strings like imagining I, that like he he played for the monsters but had to be moved manipulated yeah. yeah some <laughs> some of the stuff i've seen are like it doesn't even need to be strings it's like what he's doing is controlling like well, like I said like the bike thing yeah, makes his legs yeah no, I, I, would, I mean, I would go fucking nuts to see strings like making him bat. I, I, I wonder, does he have a designated hitter? No matter what position he is, he has to have someone. Well, yeah, else that's that's the thing. Moving I, the no, strings. I, I, I think so, so. To me, it becomes and because I couldn't like nail it down, and I was like looking, you know, um, I painted this a few months ago, right? Um, but it was in fact there was a fucking grotto where. Somebody and I—I I don't know if it was you, Luch, or somebody—was like, "Oh, there's threes with old fucking saw. I want to play a game or something, right?" Somebody said it. And I was like, "Remember this day, guys." Interesting. Um, yeah, no, this was like I don't know February or something, right? But um, to me, I couldn't really figure out what he was, but he would need somebody to do, and I just liked the idea of somebody controlling it not like a chucky doll who goes you know becomes like animated like on his own is like doing right. flips off the ship right serial yeah. killer soul in his body reanimating and you know the normal right exactly yeah, like pinocchio the, the classic trope but to me i liked that idea of i really like sketched it out i, I did like sketch it out but because i always thought he was going to be a marionette but i couldn't really get a beat on it I know that he like I mean, moves independently and is like controlled by mind or whatever, right? But I didn't know, and I to me the 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 way that the jaw is set it was like a Charlie McCarthy situation to me. Like I thought that was like that was a ventriloquist dummy. Yeah, because you can do the ventriloquist dummy with just like the clicker, like the stick clicker thing, right? right? Yeah, so it feels like classic and with then, that. But then they I, put like, him on things to move him around. If you set like the way I painted him, even. Like his arms just like flop down, 
Yeah. Right? Which is what it would be. And then you would like set them up. So like to me, to me, I, 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 in this one, I did sort of paint him as a ventriloquist, as like a ventriloquist dummy more than yeah. anything. Yeah. I think that's the way to go. Um, but I loved the I, idea of somebody playing his, and then who would that be? There was one, you know, <clears throat> for the monsters. Like I, I thought that could be, you could go a lot of different ways. No. I I uh, big fan. Even like even though like you said, it's not in my main wheelhouse of favorites or something. It it is in that icon level. Uh, so I think it's it's perfect. I was curious about, and I had to go back and look at the dates on some of the things. I'm I'm curious when you print it, like or mint it. I guess you know the Ron Klein. Obviously, it's a a kill from like the late 80s blob but the blob would have been around before stan is close to friday the 13th timeline like with gill as far, is that well, going to be the you're saying as far as the years go player years yeah i think he's going to be the most let's not let's 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 not worry about I just... about because here's the thing what what is michael myers michael myers right is 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 the guy in halloween yeah, and he's right that's, on right on point. Yeah, but that's not Michael Myers. It's Bob Roberts. Right. Like that's the thing. If I went in and changed their names, okay. Coder's Margaret Hamilton is fucking Margaret Hamilton. Right. I, I don't do it with any of the other series, but with monsters, I always because like with Bob, I glom onto the fact it's like dead on with the year. You know, it's it's it kind right. of like that's how it stems for me. And I know a lot of them are. Like after, I was just curious oh, if you I, put any thought, like the, the, if you. The, the Don Blassen game, I'm not going to mince words on it. I mean, it's, it's the Bella Lugosi mummy. I mean, that's genuinely, there's images of him being put into the makeup, which mm -hmm. is what I really used more than anything. Um, and uh, as reference, right? Yeah. And so, yeah, there's there are, there are some like that, okay? But. Let's not worry about that, and let's step into this, which, which, in the parallel universe, things are different, right? Yeah, well, I'm good with that. Mummy, which granted is thousands of years old, okay, it's 1964. That fucking the, the original film was like 39 or something. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. so yeah, don't get hung up on that because first of all. I was just curious how you approach those sometimes. Like, yeah, no, no. Um, there's something else at play there, which you guys are still mm -hmm. like, so far behind. You haven't figured out. But let's let's worry more about years within my universe than them matching up to something in in real life. Sure. One other thing um, that I thought was pretty cool about this painting is that this is the first time we've really seen the monster's uniform. Right. Yeah. Pretty cool. All we've really seen is the hat. Previously, we've seen the hat on a couple different players, but this is the first time we've seen the actual uniform, right? Yeah, we've, we've done some interpretation when we've thought about selling jerseys about how it would look for a couple of the different eras. Um, I don't, here, I gotta have to like move your faces off the screen real quick to kind of get another look at it. Um, I don't know, I'll let three talk about yeah. that one yeah no i mean reference um mm -hmm. because of the the caps which we have seen mm -hmm. in different era caps right mm -hmm. chuck hinton bob robertson okay stan too uh, stan as well 
Yeah, Stan. Uh-huh. Um, there's a Threesies Gen 2, which carries a Monsters jersey. Okay? Mm-hmm. But there's no Monsters jersey trade. I threw it. I combined it with, um, I want to say, Bolo Tie. Okay? But I threw it. It's a Bolo Tie trade, but he's wearing a, a Monsters jersey over that Bolo Tie. So, technically, I had actually hinted at it. In, but, but I could do that because of established colorway and granted you know elephant men is a prime example and i really make it I, I go overtly into it where traditionally in american baseball we right now we think very rigidly of, of team colorways and shit right it used to be they changed all the time and you would have you you could have well, it didn't happen but just for explanation you could have a bright orange yankees uniform for a year and then the next year have it like change to something else again or go back. It, it was it was not uncommon to just fuck it. Hey, I want you know, probably the owner had a mistress who was like, You guys would look so great in purple. And then they, <laughs> okay. But um the alpha men, I did that and I, I move in and out, and there's orange and there's purple and there's red, white, and blue. And um it was important to me to play through that. And, and set us up for that. So we'll see. You got cat moms with some changes. You got some, you got NFTs are fucking black and white pack fucking circles. That's just what they are. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny to me. But um, I, I think we had identified like two, we were trying to build it off of the hat changes. Uh, Cause you can kind of see Bob, you know, the colorway. Oh. There's like two differences. Um, that was kind of what we were glomming on to, like when we were thinking about alternate ideas and stuff. Well, um, and, Stan obviously gave us the most guidance at the time. Well, and and in this, in the gill, you can see Bob Robertson in the background. So yeah, just to give you a that that probably has to on some level inform. Or as know. or as Katarina said, a Bob Robertson. <laughs> that's right. <yeah. laughs> so yeah, that's I guess it doesn't have to necessarily it could be Bob Robertson's <laughs> son. It could be Bob Robertson's son who looks a I lot did, like. I did step in to, to 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 make sure that we were sure that that is the Bob Robertson. So that, that should inform some some uh, level of thinking as it was, as it relates to the year. I like yeah, to think yeah. the monsters are joking around in the dugout, and someone put on Bob Robertson's mask. It could be anyone under there. Yeah, that's, oh, that's, that's good. That's a good take. Yeah, that's absolutely. <laughs> um. But yeah, it, uh, what what about uh, look? I'm, I'm going to say it. Y'all are sleeping on Vern Rule. Wait, before it's... we get to Vern Rule. Yeah. Well, Luch, how many of the gills did you hit? Uh twenty-seven. And Crouton, how many did you get? Five. And me with zero. <laughs> There's our oh shit. Yeah. Oh, Kitch has been waiting to say this. Kitch has been waiting to say that he got zero. None. Uh, here, let's do this. How about this? Okay, you guys take turns, but do it backwards. Kitch, how many did you burn? 250. Crouton? 702. Okay. Luch? 2420. Now, does anybody want to uh, look at your numbers and understand how things played out? Here's the one. There's, there's one person in this room right now. Okay. How many holder slots did you have, Crouton? Enough to party. <laughs> I know the number is 20. Yeah. 
Okay. Jeez. 20 out of like 140 or something. Okay. So you had a one in seven chance, which means at 32 hits, you should have hit four or five. How many did you hit? One. Oh, okay. So somebody, Kitch, you got none off of 250. How many holders did you have? Gil was what, a 0, 16? 15. A 15? 15. Oh, then I had two. Yeah, you had two. And there were newer ones, so they're no compound. Yeah, they were newer ones. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So that's the thing. Look, the wheel, she's a cruel mistress. Cruel mistresses don't always not give you what you want. Sometimes they give you more than you fucking deserve, and they fucking make you pay for that the rest of your life. Agreed. Yeah. My game one and two worked out well. And then here I am in game four. And this is, um, you know, I've come to terms with it. Obviously, sometimes you, you do well, sometimes you don't. And, um, yeah, there, there are actually a lot of people who are a lot more sort of under-returned uh, than you. There were some, we had some, some big action that really didn't play, play out very well. I think Tex, Tex could say the same over his, his gillies commensurate to what he, what he burned. Um, but, uh, yeah, let's talk firm rule because I do, I do believe, and we see this, I, the coders to me, are that team that are like sneaky fast, sneaky good, okay? Little by little, the, Mark Lee is like making inroads into being iconic Mark Lee, okay? Mm -hmm. um, and yet, I know, I know, I remember. We all know the excitement of a new drop series, and I do remember coders, oh, all right, threes, <laughs> Fun team. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I was like, oh, just, just wait. I do think that the coders will, will. I, I think it's fun having a coder opposite monster drop on the same day. Like, cause there is such a distinct style in like, you know, the very employee badge, the very, just like kind of, I mean, it captures like that, the style of people they are just that look on the ballpark. Like it's, it's not a flash, right? Like, right. Uh, but I'm curious, is he like, I mean, I don't know how much you talk about this or not. Do we get to kind of know the reference here? Is he, cause well, some are based I, right I on, don't mind on saying devs and he's the same yeah. reference as threesies, which is not, it's just, a, it's just a fucking. Okay, so Vern is of the... It's just a, a made-up fucking grouping of human traits. Yeah. A face that I thought... I look at him, and I'm like, yeah, you've you've spent some time in... Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's a distinct... So I, I saw a little... Situations. I, I saw a little Alan Arkin in him, and maybe it's just because he had just passed away. Um, but, like, when I look at him, like, I, that's what I'm associating with him. Uh, I yeah I don't know because I, I certainly wasn't thinking Alan Arkin when I painted him. Although right, shot out Santa Fe, good place to die. Alan Arkin, <laughs> died in Santa Fe. A lot of lot a lot of old starlets love to die in Santa Fe, so we're happy <laughs> to make that happen. Um, I I I went to many a, a, a film screening with Alan Arkin in the house. Big Santa Fe person, so awesome. No, it didn't cross my mind the Alan Arkin. It literally was just I just wanted to paint. If you if you think about, I painted him in his like probably late fifties, in the seventies, okay, which means 
we're talking about somebody who was like born during prohibition and grew up in the fucking <laughs> depression and is now a tech fucking mogul before tech moguls existed right like to me that whole 70s programmer we live now in the offshoot of everything they did like our everything we're doing is based on like a tiny amount of people mainly in the 70s have you have you watched any of the documentaries on like the atari programmers and i know we'd get to early 80s with that but there's such a funny vibe with coders think, of that time all of that stuff is so fucking fascinating and the yeah. fact that the fact that it, to me, and it, again, it's where I really believe that the coders are like that one team that is really going to have some weight to it, okay? I don't remember. I think it was Crouton this week. I had a conversation where I was like, think back to the team event, the very first team event. <laughs> and for those who weren't here, uh, I just put a forum up that said, who's your favorite team? <laughs> How was the forum? And everybody picked their favorite team. I know the answer. Kitch, do you know the answer? Who was the most popular team? Who was everybody's favorite team? Who had more players for that team? The Cardinali? No, 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 no. Uh. Monsters. No. No. I have no idea. NFTs? NFTs. 56 to like 23. Like second place, most players. Like everybody was NFTs. Go back. We're talking uh, September or October, like October. We're talking like the second week of October of fucking 21. Everybody still was like, fucking love Mad Dog. Mad Dog Joe's, fuck Red Rocks, bro. Fucking fuck crystals with the shit, man. Yeah, Gucci. Yeah, fucking love it. I love, Blake's kind of hot. Is she coming? Is Blake going to come to Colorado? <laughs> Are we going to have Blake there? Like we loved the NFTs. And now, if I asked everybody, I think the NFTs are last. I think nobody loves the NFTs. First of all, they all associate them with Crouton. And at this point, that's fucking scorched earth. But <laughs> no, nobody loves the NFTs anymore. <laughs> okay? That's the project to me. Like, that's, that's why we're still here. Okay? We, we still build it. It's the bear, but we build in. Okay. I think that the coders, the way that right now we live in that world built by those 70s nerds. Okay. Steve Jobs and fucking Bill Gates built the modern world. Okay. And they were fucking doofuses back then. Okay. Nobody fucking believed in them. Nobody, y'all sleeping on Vern Rule. Okay. I, I, yeah. I believe that the coders are that thing. And I, you know, Luch, obviously, it's, it's no no lie that Luch over the offseason was like, okay, I, I get it. I'm going all in on coders. And he went and bought the shit out of them. And there are not many people who are, there's nobody who's well positioned as you, but there aren't many people that are even positioned because most of the grotto couldn't wait to get rid of those coders to go buy whatever the flavor of the month was. Mm -hmm. Poor Margaret Hamilton just hung out there to dry. You used to be able to buy Margaret Hamilton. Okay. There was a time where you, if you went on object, it was minus two tests. <laughs> Which was you the same price. Tests. 
she yeah. was selling hand jobs for. It's <laughs> same fucking price. <laughs> I think the coders just like just like the actual team, you know, their their best days are ahead of them. Oh, oh, absolutely, absolutely. And and so, uh, Vern Rule, Vern Rule didn't Real make <laughs> Vern Rule yeah. didn't make the cut for the original draws. That's a fucking old paper. Okay, I only had so many fucking slots to to go. Okay, that every once in a while we're still gonna mint some stuff that predates lots of things. awesome. Okay, but when I went through and I picked fifteen and I gauged some energies and I wanted to do some things and whatever, Vern didn't make the cut, but I fucking love that paper. Yeah, that's interesting insight though that you like would lay out all of the coders that you have and go, okay, how does this go on release day, right? Like what order do I want these to be released in? Which ones are the chases? Which ones are the award cards? Um, do you have that in mind as you're painting them or do you need to see the full collection out before you're like, okay, this is the plan for it? You got to remember when I first started painting them, uh, I certainly didn't do so thinking of chases and burn mechanics and NFT anything. Okay. Um, as the, uh, you know, you guys know the story. DP needed to sell out. And then Chuck Hinton didn't need to sell out. Once Chuck Hinton sold out, then, because I knew where we were headed and how this was going to work, then I could start going, all right, let's plan through this. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, as I produce new work, it certainly is done with the mindset of, how does this drop? How does this fit in? When, when, why, where, how, all those things. But you go back to our very first conversation, Kitch, when I met you on your pod, the, the uh, <clears throat> former pod, the now, now defunct pod. Um, I had, I had a, you know, a couple hundred paintings. Like we knew that, right? We knew we had things and we're going to lay it out. And you go and you start, you project out Okay. And you think back of when that was. Okay. Didn't know even at that point that we were really going to be able to get all the way through everything. Okay. I was, first of all, like really up against it going head to head with the fucking bull market. How do I, how do I stay alive and relevant and important enough for you, for anybody to collect my work? when every other NFT, doesn't matter, like fucking shit on a piece of toast, make an NFT, skyrocket, whatever, okay? I had to, I was, when we first talked, man, I was not on the pod, for those who don't know, I was not on Kitch's pod because I was hot shit. I was on the pod because I won like a contest. Of the most fervent collectors, and right. you were number one, easy. Yeah. Yeah, because it was like put into the world, like what up and coming artists should we feature? And I got like 140 votes. The second place got six. Like legitimately. I think that's how it went down. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, also, like it was the same week that Nifty Gateway was doing a similar thing. Do you remember that? I do. They they ripped me off. Uh, and... And I got All the like time. 140 votes because I had 140 fucking collectors. Okay. And then other people got 37,000 votes. Sure. You, you got, you got every vote in the NFT community. 
I got, I did. I got <laughs> vote in the NFT community, and 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 yet I lost handily uh, to people like uh, I. I'm still amazed that our sixty four thousand votes for the three Z's float didn't quite beat the seventy thousand for Blue Cat or whatever. Oh my God! If for we Macy's this year. Known, if we had just known that you can yeah. do that, I would have happily paid five hundred dollars for seventy-two thousand dollars. <laughs> you know, now they better not ever do that shit again. <laughs> yeah. The yeah no, but like I agree. Like the Vern, like it's it's all right. So like when we go back to the heart of the project, right, or like part of maybe one of the hearts of the project it's like the real america right like it's that americana thing and i think it's one of those perfectly sums up you know what the coders team is supposed to be so i yeah i really like it it's just one of those like if you give me both of those things on the same day you know where i'm going to be screaming the rest of the afternoon <laughs> hey look this is the I, I i really love this double drop day i love it i love it and it's I, you know world changes who knows okay but i would love it if, if we played double headers all the time no because because of that okay yeah sometimes fucking young perfect blonde the uh emaciated blonde with the the perfect uh per fucking rack okay shows up the same day as that Salt of the earth woman who's gonna stick with you thin, thick and thin, <laughs> thin. Okay. Sometimes we choose that fucking emaciated blonde. We all make choices. We all make choices. I, <laughs> I do love the shirt uh, color, by the way. It I my father-in-law has that shirt, I'm pretty sure, in the closet. So. Yeah. I think a lot of dad issues get uncovered with the uh, coder series. I, I've talked about how Tim Stoddard reminds me of my dad in the eighties, right? Like, oh yeah. I think, I think aside from the Daddy series, maybe there's more. <laughs> there's an opportunity in the uh, well in the I coders. If we're gonna go down that path, we probably have. Um, a, a, I agree with you. There are a lot of there are a lot of dads in the coders, okay? And then some people decide that it's far more appealing to hang out with the daddies. I would venture to yeah. guess that there's card nollies that have had more sex than some of those coders, though. Oh, man. Oh, no doubt. We'll Gary find Cole, out. Gary Cole looks like he fucks. <laughs> so good. Gary Cole fucking... You know you've been fucked if you've been fucked by Gary Cole. <laughs> and there's Rafael Lima, who fucks people in other ways, I guess, right? I... <laughs> I just think he probably has a trailer park where they have weekly parties and maybe not everyone is old enough to have the drinks they're having. Like he's got a Camaro. <laughs> it's a, it's a place to be on the weekend. He may have been in my hometown. <laughs> oh, I mean, while we're talking about the daddies to be, I guess say Bruce Kim is quickly becoming one of my very favorite paintings. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big fan of just seeing the daddies minted. Uh, let me bring him, bring him back up. Bruce Kim. How can you not love Bruce? 
I was gonna say with a little little change in your facial hair and a hat, that might be crouton. Like <laughs> I wish. I, yeah. I'm deeply inspired by him and really hope to model my my game after him. I'm really drawn in by Bob Grish. Bob Grit. How, how do we say the last? Bob Grish. I feel like we're either gonna go to like a really fun bar or he's gonna like give me an assignment like to team up with Mr. <laughs> T and like like he's got like a good action 80s look where like 10 years later you find out oh Bob was gay like <laughs> I, I thought he was just like the assertive general that we all took orders from like <laughs> and yet and yet and then in that same conversation of wait wait Bob Grinch was gay two of the guys at that table go oh he's very gay <laughs> <laughs> But he he like it's the collar has a very like '80s action leader look to me. Um. Yeah, I um, first of all, I, I think it's safe to say Cam. that all f- the grotto really, really is into the daddies. Like I think we all yeah. have a crush on our. We all have a favorite daddy at this point. Von Joshua, those Pearson oh, baby blues. Wow, blessing out the Von Joshua. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, I like, be, I like how you try to pick a few. Go, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, now at this point, three is yours. Your favorite has to be Bill Buckner. That way, <laughs> each of us has a different favorite. <laughs> Look, I'm not, I, I can't do that. I can't do that. Um, but I can say this. This is, this is one of the rare little groups here. I have met all four of <laughs> The daddies in <laughs> I've met all four. Okay. And you uh, love them all equally, just like children. You love each daddy equally. <laughs> I I just want to point out that Kitch did the Playboy thing where he's like, Man, I love this issue for the articles. He was like, Oh, Von Joshua, it's my favorite for his eyes. It's like the shirtless heart throb. And he's like, Oh yeah, man, it's the framing of his bald head glistening in the sun. As is like, there's like just drool rolling off the side of his mouth. Like, has good, good deflection, the, but the beautiful chest hair that he has rocking on. Yeah. There. Oh yeah. No, look, I I think I did it because I set out to do it, and I think I did it. We all like the grotto, top to bottom, <clears throat> fucking is all the way in on daddies. Like we like I, I I'm I'm saying it. Everybody is like yeah. I want I want to be I want to be had by I want to have Bob Gray, right like I want like seriously like and and that's I love it that I'm so so happy I'm so pleased with them that that we we did it right but fuck yeah everybody has a daddy they fucking want look Bruce Kim is not going to be here for a long time but he'll be here for a good time. I'm telling you, every, every one of you is going to go, and, and Kitch is going to be, well, yeah, no, that's true, that's true. But there's just something about Bon Joshua, I feel safe. You know? it's, it's the name, too. Something about the name just gets me going. Everything about them is perfect. These are our daddies. This is how this works. <laughs> and so, yeah, I love it. It's, it's fun. Um, again, like... It's where I let's 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 talk through it. Let's talk. We re, we didn't really spend any time on it. We've never spent much time on it. We're busy, right? We know how important Paul Russell is to the project. Okay, 
we just fucking released a hundred Paul Russells, for Christ's sake, right? There's a hundred paintings of a pregnant Paul Russell. Paul Russell is still alive. If you're listening, Paul, okay, I'd love to love to have a conversation with you. Okay, that's a white whale for this podcast. <laughs> yeah. um, but we can't. They're very valuable. Like, I'm sorry, like. Paul Russells have pretty much found their forever homes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Every, every mint that he's on. I mean, there's not really, we saw it. I gave you the chance. I'm like, okay, you guys want to get a very special thing. You got to do that. And a couple of you are like, okay, I guess I have an extra. I'll go spend a thousand dollars to do that, whatever. But you get to points the project gets to a point, okay, where what are we going to do then? Like you, like how do you advance? Okay, mm-hmm. and I, I, it's important to me because I do find it hilarious that everything in this world is meant to really put it to you for being stupid enough to be a father. Okay, like you don't. There's no advantages to any of it. None. It's and and so, I feel that in my place in the world is to just give a little bit of fucking acknowledgement to dads every once in a while, once one day a year. But if we're gonna do that, okay, we're gonna have to be able to move beyond Paul Russell to do that, okay. And at the same time, the grotto needs a fucking daddy. Obviously, the reception to these paintings tells us very much <laughs> that we all need a Von Joshua daddy in our lives, Kitsch. Okay? I'm sure that Lindsay would attest to the last two weeks being a hell of a lot better around the old Kitsch household ever since Von Joshua came into your life. Good. You need it. Okay? And so we will have things like this happen at times, I believe, in the coming years where, yeah, Father's Day maybe now means more to daddies than it does to fathers and dads. I don't know. We'll see how it plays. But but I, I get to do that because you guys have done what you're supposed to do to get us there. Okay? Every step along the way. Don't ever forget, you had to burn all three dad-to-bees to get Don Blassen game. And there are times where you go, well, geez, dad-to-be three, there's only 11 of them. There's $10,000, one, one, I don't know, whatever. Go try to buy a fucking Don Blassen game. See how that works out for you. Like, you did well. Anybody that did it, you did well. The only thing you did poorly was one day go, well, Chase is suck, so I guess I'll trade this for a fucking shiny bag of beans. (laughs) Right. But then people are grateful that you did that because then they weren't here for it. They got to do that. It all works out. But as long as you're doing what you're supposed to do, what you're being asked to do, and do it. So that being said, walk me through. Somebody take the lead on on things you saw play out this week in the burning habits of the grotto of the different teams. Of I mean, we definitely you know from the part I'm watching. You know, we had Jamin <laughs> jump out to like, fine. I got called out on the pod. I'll play. You know, like and. Uh, you know, it's nice to see more spread and more burn coming out. Um, you know, I no small feat 
of people burning a few people burning some purple madness things like you know we yeeted some moon birds back into the ecosystem it just felt like one of those do it uh you know things like the options there you take the option um you know like you said we got back to baseline which is actually going uphill um at this point since we didn't meet it the first time it, i guess I didn't realize, I thought it was always like a that week only. I didn't realize it was a moving target. Um, so that was a bit of an eye opener there. Um, I don't know what else guys on the observations or. Yeah, let, me, I mean, let me give you some hard numbers real quick. So the biggest overachiever of the week was the cat moms. So they actually went over their projection by like 28 hits. So they went oh, swung shit. out of their shoes, beat the shit out of the NFTs without the spread. Didn't need the spread to help them. Um, followed by them, the X's actually hit 11 above their weight class as well. So they're on a roll there. And I think solo first place right now. Yeah, by themselves, 4-0. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, notable standout monsters with the most hits across both games. 101 total. Um, can't be sniffed at that is unbelievable cat moms were in second with 72 and then underperformers like i said we missed stars by like 13 across the two games and then surprisingly enough the elephant men underperformed by 25 against their projections across the two games um everyone else seemed to be pretty close obviously the the participants with a shutout nothing across two games well um, the coders the coders um here, here's the thing that you you, you get there the coders don't look like they they didn't miss by as many as like you guys missed, but look how few they hit. Okay, just because you were only projected at sixteen, if you only hit fucking five or whatever, that's a seventy percent miss. Yeah, it's a good way to look at that too. I'll have to I, update my stats for that. I I do want to give a shout out. Like, okay, so there's there's two like earlier. We got away because we were talking about the art, which is great. But you had some like kind of just initial thoughts on the the thing. Um, there's this funny like morality play that plays out in my mind of like the um, I almost feel like the Ivan Drago this week where I had to do the like I must crush you. I was like forced to that corner of like that's how you got to play the spread and like also like to like take care of the team and even like the baseline stuff. And even like during the broadcast, you're like, yeah, you did some, but we're still not there. And it's like, fuck, I got to push it a little more, a little harder next time. And it's like, it's like that, you know, like the Simpsons kids with the stop, stop is already dead. And like Jason, you know, doing, doing Lord's work, definitely getting coders back. Definitely getting door gang more involved as we've seen in the last few months. I love you, buddy. Uh, there was that like moment on the on the broadcast where you're like, I said so there was something he said where like that feeling of like, oh, you know, he's like, shit, we did not have it this week, you know, like there was just like some little settling. I can't remember if he typed it or said it. I think he said something of like, did we not do X Y Z? And there was like, yeah, he didn't really burn that much. And he was like, okay, and I was like, shit, and uh, he, I knew it was gonna be a little rough on that, but like. You well, know, yeah, it's still... it, look, it, it, what, it, what, it, what happens there, right? Like you, the, the monster swept, okay? You sort of skated through because you had no resistance, right? Like if they, if they did what they were supposed to do, it gets a lot 
closer. I mean, we just won by nine, I think, on one of them. That's easy to yeah. get a couple little rollovers oh, yeah. a few times. Right? Yeah. And, and, you know, the participants slid a little bit. They still were there, but they didn't have, they just didn't have anything hit, right? Whereas the week before, they had some hits, okay? The, the wheel will, will play it out. And that's, mm -hmm. look, in real baseball, real baseball, I said American baseball, a fucking pebble sometimes gets in the way. You're fucking playing perfectly, and the ball hits, and it bounces weird. Same goes for any, any sport, right? The weird is the way the ball bounced today, okay? That's the wheel. Okay, nope. but you got to show up and, and know what you're doing. The grotto is is is, and I was afraid that 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 the grotto is going to go. Hey, all right, we did it. We got we got the baseline. We got, we got there. There's one reason that you did, and that's the cat moms. The cat moms shot all their loads. <laughs> okay. Right on the NFT's faces. <laughs> you remember but in a bad way but in a bad Park. way no, we didn't enjoy it the south park episode where the cat like goes <laughs> it was just a horrible horror in the alleys and all the cats just go fuck that cat okay <laughs> 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 all the cat moms went and fucked the crowd that, that way right and and they did they over who knows I, I i called about enough on it during the season who knows what lies ahead for the cat moms they won too Good job. Yep. And you saved the grotto. You showed what's possible at baseline. It also gives you an idea, right, of like how many hits you guys left on the table for week one. Yep. Yeah, the differences in chases that can be completed, yeah. It's 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 jarring for I know my range, you know, well, like yeah. what could be yeah. Oh yeah. You guys left it on the fucking table. Meanwhile, if the cat moms didn't shoot all their loads, you'd be in a similar spot, honestly. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like the bulk of you still didn't do it. A couple franchises did okay. Okay. Shout out to the subs. Okay. Elephant men, a little backslide there. Okay. Um, and, and, you know, it's so you, and we'll see it. And it, it should play out. You should be able to look at the fucking outcomes and go okay yeah that team did that team didn't okay and it becomes very apparent right um who did becomes very apparent who did now this is a part of the strategy and this is where people are going to take some shots we'll, it's we'll have to see what plays out with the cat moms okay there was a hell of a shot to take not sure. Mm -hmm. I don't. I don't know. I can't sit here and 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 guess what that strategy would have been. Okay, thinking about the next fourteen games, it certainly was. We want to win these two games. Yeah. Right. Um, I I'm still getting like kind of comments of like, hey, should we do like X Y Z on the first game and you know A B C on the second game to like make sure we get one? I'm like. Why would you want less of a card? Like, you know, like I understand strategy, but like, right. um, I mean, like if if you're pushing in, push in, like pushing across, like, I it, it's just it's it, it's it's certainly a weird mindset we have to apply sometimes. But like, again, like we said last week, with with what we know this season is, 
with what we know every drop can be, why would you want to be lopsided? Why would you not want to be a part? Like this is people talk about being late. Like this is not late. This is here. This is, this is the good stuff. Like this is, this is, this is the train you want to be on. Cause the next time, you know, a year later when people are like, Oh, I wish I had been here for blah, blah, blah. You were here for blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. Spot on. Absolutely. Well, I also think that the grotto should be very careful thinking, Hey, we hit the baseline this week because it was extremely unsustainable in the sense that Steve can't continue to do that. Um, and by that, I mean, if we all don't step up next week, we're going to fall 15 to 20% short of the baseline. Again. So, you know, thinking, well, you know, I'll just do what I did last week. I'd be very careful with that thinking because that actually wasn't sufficient. One or two individuals, him and Tex, I believe, yeah. were really the two that... Tex was, was, was very heavy. If you look at what, what you hold, okay, and then you look at the, the, the amount that you burn on a, at that exact moment, okay, the percentages that Tex and Steve burned of their total hold was astounding. Right. So, so yeah, everyone listening, we're still not there. We're really not there. One or two people saved our bacon, but collectively, we're still not burning what Reese anticipates or expects which, or desires. So, which one of the daddies do you think cooks the best bacon? Like, <laughs> you saying bacon make me hungry, and I still have the daddies up on screen, and I'm just like wondering, like. Who like makes the best breakfast style? Who puts on like the one, best there's sandwich? Only one answer. Bill Buckner. No. That's definitely Bruce, Vaughn. Come on. Bruce you, Kim. You Vaughn? Yeah, no. I got it. Bruce Kim over an open fire. Bruce Kim, open fire, and everything he's ever made is cooked in bacon grease. <laughs> that just goes to show that you guys are East Coast boys. Kitchen kitchen and, and crouton here. Luch knows. Luch's been out on the fucking campfires. Now, I don't know. Vaughn's not wearing a shirt. I don't know. I feel like that man's yeah, ready. Which is another example that you won't. You know bacon grease will hurt. You you know he's not fucking cooking bacon. Mm -hmm. You only do that once. Only Bruce one. Is, that's, an old, that's an old Anthony Bourdain line. There's only one time that you come home drunk and cook bacon naked. There's only one time. You <laughs> Bruce isn't a I whole lot that. more covered though you know i mean he's got that leather that sexy leather he's very vest. loyal to that leather though he is loyal to it <laughs> i'm telling you that's all all you need look if you're gonna get fucking splattered you're not gonna get splattered on your nips it's true. no it's true. yeah it's 100 bruce kim and i've had his bacon and it's amazing back to the burns <laughs> not the bacon burns but the insert burn um <laughs> We we can't we can't say anything bad about that being the most inserts ever burned in a game though right was we hit fifteen thousand for the first time ever possibly look we look sure okay we want that record about, will be both we want to talk broken? about how many inserts existed when we set the original record of eleven thousand and change about a third as many okay so 
proportionally, it's unimpressive. But yeah. I knew you were going to pull the Tez floor price speech, like the the same of like, yeah, look, it's the same, it's the highest price we've had sold, but it's going to be, that's like the, yeah, the inserts, like. Yeah, but I mean, seriously, <laughs> like it, for it to be, it was an impressive, it, it, 11,000 and change on game, uh, you know, the 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 final drop of, of series uh, nine, okay? Mm -hmm. Impressive. That was fucking everybody going, <laughs> Burn it all down. Nothing yep. left in the tank. You can't say I didn't try. Okay. Coming in 35% over that when we have 300% as many inserts in the world. Yawn. I, <laughs> I think uh, you educated us on, are you sure that's the way you want to do that at that point? Are you thinking long-term? Like, you always have us like going two ways. Oh, on no, 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 no. On that one in particular, I said, this is where you guys have done it. This is the pinnacle of existence. You guys have figured this out. Now you okay. know. Yep. Right? You've unlocked the whole project. Here we go. All right. Week one, let's do this. And you're like, yeah, I think three would be good. <laughs> now you're just calling out our players. <laughs> <laughs> but, but here's the thing. I what are you going to do with them if you don't use them for the thing that you guys want them for? No. Okay. And everybody has their own reasoning. Okay. I get that. And I want you, you should all think of it that way. Okay. But you better have a reason. And, and just like literally, first of all, let's just say you had 8,000 and you're burning at a pace to have uh, 6,500 at the end of this. We have players that this is an actual thing. Okay. What are you going to do with 6,500 bulk inserts at the end of this? We've talked about there's painting to come. Sure. You're going to have to need some of that. You need, you need stacking mechanics. There's things, there are things, but let's just, let's just go back and think of them in painting. Do you think that you're now you've got 6,500 painting inserts ready to go into a painting event do you think that they're magically going to turn into paint did they the first time or did they have did you need things that you need to make them did they just met did you get 6500 you go, i got 6500 marlenas and then i went great here's 6500 colored marlenas <laughs> first first we tell you what colors we want then you give them to us right oh okay right you, sorry there was a form involved i skipped that but or no, I, I say like I want I want to turn my black. Oh, I know. Oranges. Oh yeah, no, I know. And then yeah. I, I want some light blues. And yeah, then... I'd, I'd like to take. I'm gonna get 6,500. Why don't you give me like I don't know 1,200 light blues? Yeah. And like no, come on. First of all, if you have 6,500, do you actually have the wallet that could turn those into color? I don't think anyone does. So then what? Right. So then what? Meanwhile. You're like to Luch's point. You're going to be the guy. I wish I was here in series three. Guess what? You are. Mm -hmm. Okay. And you're going to, and you're going to sit there and go, no, nah, it's, it's a trap. We're one away from doubling series three here during this season. Yeah. yeah. And, and yeah, it's, it's, it's pushed some chips in for sure. Like, yeah, and and so let's talk about the numbers. We're at baseline this week, okay? And look, 
baseline moves around based on what's there, okay? The baseline for, for, for week one was lower than your baseline for week two because you, you know, if you had done it, right, you would have gotten there easier than you had to overcompensate to get back to get there, okay? <clears throat> but at baseline this week, 180, give or take, right? It's about where we are because we're at baseline. We didn't get any bells or whistles. We didn't get any fun, okay? There's 100, 102 that are like, I'll do what I got to do. I mean, let's not pretend that everybody's doing what they got to do. We just had that little conversation. But theoretically, you're all know what you're supposed to do when you're in, you're committed, and you're paying or burning to play every week, okay? So that, that tells me you understand this is serious business. So you got 100, you just call it 100. And you got 180 base. Anybody want to do the math on that? Okay. Now, we know that we paint and we correlate everything. Explain to me how 100 people are going to paint or correlate anything with only 180 pieces. Now, the gentleman sitting here on this pod, they don't really worry about that. Because they do what they had to do, and they've done what they've had to do to put themselves in position. The rest of you should be going, hmm, how am I going to do any of that? Now, some of you are in the position of just going, hey, I just would like one of each one, and it'd be nice to have one of them. That's great. And each one of you that does that, okay, now makes it that much harder for everybody sitting here on this pod to do their things, and anybody else who has the illusion of getting them. People will go, well, I got two. So I guess I got to pick up a couple more. Oh, well, there's a, there's 180 of them. I'll just go. That'll be easy. Wait, no, we already said. So like 80 of the people are like, I'm just happy with one. I'm going to hold on to that. Okay. So now there's 100 left. And then we know who's sitting in this room. And one of those motherfuckers hit 40. <laughs> right? Uh, well, 27 of one of them. Okay. 27, <laughs> you know, whatever it is. Okay. So now, so now you start going, wait. How on earth am I going to paint or how on earth am I going to correlate? Okay. And you guys still don't worry about it. Don't worry about what happens when you do and why we do that. Trust. Let's go back, back in time and just talk about trust in the process here. Right. But you have it in your power right now. Okay. To make it more than 180. Cause you've seen it 180. If you start thinking of it that way, you're not there. You have it. You're all sitting on it. Okay. The power is there to build all of the ones that you need. You get to the fucking baseline, okay? Do, do you guys understand that if, let's just, I'm just going to make something up here on the fly, okay? Obviously, let's just say our baseline next week, we, you get to 3x baseline next week. Big number, okay? Big fucking number. 500 plus base cards. 600 editions, whatever that ends up being with everything factors in and everything's jumping up, okay? Do you understand that the next week, your baseline now has collapsed down to very little because now there are fewer out there. You just went 3X on the baseline. So now you actually brought that fucking window right back down. And then going forward, your baseline is such that you could 
wow, Jesus Christ, baseline isn't as hard as we thought it is, is it? Okay, you guys set yourself up by, by missing blatantly in the first week, okay? And then just barely getting there. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, Tex. Okay? If you do that again, oh, boy. Okay? I think it'd be kind of fun to have additions of 80. We know there's 32 holders. I think we you figure out the other holders, even though they're going to drift down as you guys don't reach your baselines. Okay? I think it'd be great to see an addition of 60. Then who's going to complete some sets? Then who's going to correlate some stuff? Do it to yourselves, by all means. And then let's see what you're going to do with 400,000 extra fucking open editions just sitting there. You want Go ahead, paint them. Paint them all. With what? Have fun there. Yeah. Okay? And so it's in your hands. Like, I've given it to you guys to go, we are in control of all of this. I think if you if you step through what 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 do you you have it you have all the stuff it's all like we already you already bought it. This isn't about you got to go out and buy more inserts to do this. You have them, you've got them. Again, everybody has a different situation, but think through. Why am I saving them? What will I do with them? What would the benefit to that be? And then also think of Luch's words. You're living in season three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine right now. I think it also speaks to the importance of staying on schedule, right? Hitting baseline this week was really important because it helped us claw back from the deficit that we were in in week one. So as it pertains to going forward, we really need to stay on schedule collectively as a group. And I say that, Two threes is point though. You got to really think about if we aren't collectively burning at baseline and those additions start to slip down, slots come off of every wheel, but there's still going to be a lot of holder hits. Ask yourself who benefits most from a situation where that is so. Are you one of those people? <laughs> so I'd be very careful about insert hoarding because essentially. People with the most holder utility will be taking half of the run. Oh, there's no doubt. Think, think about that. If Even look at, at how it played out on week one, okay, at 130 editions, right? Already, where you're reducing the amount that, that people without holders could even get. We only had 71, 73 slots on the wheels, okay? The rest of it went to the fucking holders. And who are those holders predominantly? Who owns threes? Who owns quads? Who are the 33s? Okay. Who are your DP 001 holders? Right? Who are the, 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 the original holders of, the, of just the base that matched up on the 11s and 12s? Right? If you were to do that and you were to backslide again, drop down, and it would be significant. Right? You go, if you went back, if think about if you went back to what you did in week one, okay? If, think about if you did that last week. Oh, my God. Would have shrunk like crazy because you would have been magnitudes below, 20, 30, 40, 50% below baseline. Cut all of that off of each of those wheels, okay? But you know what doesn't get cut? You know what the fucking minimum is for holders? 32. So if you drop down to 80 total fucking slots 32 of them go to base set matching number holders okay and series one holders 
okay? And a number of them go down. Obviously, we're not going to go to zero. So you're going to have one threesies, okay? You're going to have one quad, okay? You're going to have one of these things. Who holds, holds those? The people who have done things the right way the whole time, who've gotten the things, burned the things, paid for the things, bought the things. So if you're looking at making a move, and so what did you do? You learned, oh, I got I to gotta buy these bulk inserts. That's why I didn't do very well in season nine because I didn't have any bulk inserts because I came in late. I didn't have it. I didn't understand it. So I got to do that. Okay, good. What do we do? We saw that. That's why we have so many of them. So now you're here and then you're going, oh, but I want to, I want to get rid of I mean, These are worth, what happens? What's the cheapest Gen 2 Valentine right now? Five Tez. Those are five Tez. Okay. I got 2,000. I'm going to burn 10,000 Tez for that. If you have 10,000 of them, you probably paid 0.09 for them, okay? You paid nothing, right? You're also not going to sell each one of those for five tenths, so. Also, who's well, going to buy them? would over well, the next, sure. however long. It'll take a while. Take and Tess will be five cents. <laughs> the time it takes for you to actually unload them, Tess will fucking go down another 90%, right? And so. Not financial advice, blah, blah, blah. You, uh you have you have the power you have the means right now and and i it, we're getting better little by little to, and i think that that math jizz burning at the moment a diacono for a guarantee okay and explaining it i didn't even pay for it like i got that for free in a team event so i want the thing okay that and and five people going for fucking madness girlfriends to double up for this shit fucking yeah that's a hell of a return that gives me a great chance blue hit mm -hmm. two dino hit two luch hit one i think vin hit one i'm not gonna check me out that okay but 60 percent of the people who decided to do that got a fucking base card okay go back and look what it cost them to get it either cost them 50 tes if they paid for that, okay, you want to buy a series fucking nine or a series three for 50 tests, hell of a fucking return. Or they traded in 50 fucking Valentines, which cost them 0 0.18, 0 0.33, 0 0.5, whatever, okay? Pretty good fucking return. Stop worrying. Well, madness are a thousand and these are 200 and these are that. If you're going to sell them, and then if you're going to, by all means, do it. I actually get paid then. I get, I get some royalties on that. Okay? Moves the project forward. You're, you're no longer out. You just were here for the money anyway. Take it, please. By all means. By all means. Sell your stuff. Okay? But you're not going to really be there and get it until you start going, what did I really spend here? Okay? What did I really spend to get these things? Yes, they're worth so much money. Okay. And yeah, look, I think, let me say right now, we're, we're looking at about, I think we might drop below or come close to below 300,000 extant Valentines. Okay. Five, five a piece. Okay. A million and a half tests. You guys want to, anybody have a guess on how much you fucking paid for those? 
Okay, that's fifty-seven thousand Tez. Looks like it looks like again another thirty X right now as we sit here market cap wise against that. Okay, do you really think they're worth a million and a half? Do we? Is any any? Look, maybe maybe Eli Trader wants to buy it all for a million and a half. Kind of doubt it. If he does, why don't you hit me up with a fucking DM first, Eli Trader? And I think we can figure <laughs> out better ways to invest that million and a half. Okay, but stop worrying about the fact that they're worth a million and a half. Because what are they actually worth? Well, if you ask Baloney Slacks, 500 of them are worth a fucking base card. Mm -hmm. Guess what? Worst case scenario, Baloney Slacks paid 0.333 for that. Okay, which means paid 80 Tez, real money. Okay, 80 Tez for a fucking series nine, 80 Tez for a fucking series, or rather series eight, or 80 Tez for a fucking series three. You guys would literally let your sister be raped by demons to fucking buy all of those at those prices. Like you do it in a second and you have that, you have it. You've got them sitting in your fucking wallets right now. And for some reason, you're going, oh no, this is this isn't what I wanted. Well, then what what do you want? Like it's just and it's and I'm not being mean. I'm just like, what do you want those things to be? I think another another point that I'd like to make here too is you know, so if we if you aren't gonna burn those and we start having these edition sizes shrink, and like you said, there's still gonna be 32 holder slots every single time. If you're not gonna hit on that or you don't have Tremendous holder utility. If you want to keep your chases going, you're probably going to have to do guaranteed burns. Then. Yep. Chopping so, off your dick time to like right, keep so, up if you didn't make it. Yeah, yeah. So, and I'm not saying that isn't a good call. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying you have a couple choices. You can either save your inserts and then burn your base cards, or try to use those inserts to hit the base cards. Or your young, or your young threesies. Warrior. Of course, yeah, yes. And then, but and my then point is, you, right. it will cost you. You Perfect will be burning point. things. Perfect point. One other option you're going to have, and this is probably one of the, the real obstacles here. Toronto's full of a lot of really smart people, right? And a lot of these smart people are figuring out how to not spend money in the project and how to do it. Great. It's really, if you can figure it out and it works for you, it's, it's there. I think a lot of you think you're figuring that out and yeah, we'll see how that goes. Okay. It's possible. It really is built into it. If you did everything perfectly from day one, you can do it. You can ride this motherfucker. Okay. But well, I'll just trade for him. It's easy. It's easy. If I need to complete my chases, well, I'll just trade for him. And then, I mean, obviously I'll trade. Luch has 27 of them. Hey, Luch, can I here real quick? I want to give you my, Vern rule, let's just say, because that's what I got, right? I want to give you my Vern rule for your gilly. No. Well, why not? You have 27 of them, and I want it. I want that. No. Why would I do that? that how does that? I have them. Plus, by the way, I have the Vern rules. Plus, by the way, I have game one and two. I got Franks and Denise's. I got those. What are you going to offer me that I need them? Oh, well, you do have, 
you do have some, I don't know, X's. They're looking pretty good. You got a Dave Cash there. I do. Oh, I would never. I would never trade a Dave Cash for these things. But I want you to give them to me now because I have the thing that everybody has. What are you going to trade for? The people who have the extras, they didn't just fall off the turnip truck. These are the people that put a lot of effort and time and money into creating the project. What we're getting at is it's going to be costly for you to get them if you let these additions get out of out of hand if they get too too scarce like and who are you going to get them from and so meanwhile you have you have it you've got the power you've got the power i gave you the power so far you haven't used it you let i'll I'll vouch for feeling like a dummy for week one you know like where i'm at versus where i could have been you know evenly or something like that i had it missed it and that opportunity doesn't come back and it feels dumb to see you know everything's relative to everyone's stuff but to know what i'm what i was shooting for versus what i did yeah you you weren't alone in that i mean obviously you 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 carry a heavy crown there old king gelt okay but (laughs) but but you weren't alone pretty much across the board okay everybody came in like and so many people did collectively that it really ate up it it really sort of almost did a disservice to the people who did do it right because they were the more chances that everybody gets the more chance of numbers fucking normalizing and everybody does it the more chance of kitsch okay getting his one hit Mm-hmm. Right, the more chance of everybody getting what they sort of should. Anomalies um, are more common and more apt to happen if you've got a smaller range. Okay, if you get large numbers and all that. Yes. And so, I mean, look, we we can point to people who stepped in some lucky shit first week or 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 first two weeks. Okay. Do we really think Ordrex is going to continue to pull down three a week with no holder utility and 600 total inserts? He had a question, by the way, today about everything <laughs> we just talked about. So, Ordrex, that was all for you. No, what's his How question? did he phrase his question? Yeah. All right. All right. Here we go. All this talk of baselines being hit or not, some have gone super heavy, some not so much. What would the long season, how much of these significantly higher burns by some are sustainable? And does this help the team long-term versus hurting the team in the short-term by not burning enough? How much flex should I plan? And this also washes into three penny and topping off to make the claims if you like burn a whole lot. But Um, I feel like we talked about the pros and cons of what happens with baselines. That's, a, that's an interesting point that comes up there at the end. The, we talked about the rest. Let's talk about that three penny. What do you guys, what do you guys think about three penny? And, and it's, it's hot and in the it's, streets. It's hot in the streets. Is it three X? I, I, was, I was telling Tex we have to win our games now to keep up with my hits. <laughs> <laughs> um. Right now, if you continue at your pace and you lose every game this season, 
you're gonna eat into your budget, mm-hmm. right? Um, yep, we needed those wins this week. But that being said, look, you guys want to do a little math here? Yeah, we're still okay. Yeah, I, do we want to front run your answer here? Or like, I mean, yeah, no. Let's like, like, give, give me your answers. I mean, there's just no fucking question. Like, you you do the swap and you get your base card. Like, none of it's close to what those cards are worth yet. Like, not even, not anywhere near close. Uh, there's <laughs> one. Everybody, double check what you got. I, I know one of our guys. We we extended. We need to get him corrected to where he's been topped off manually. He got him this morning. But huh? He got it this morning. Good. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sweating. But I was like. He was just like, well, I guess it, I guess it's okay. I didn't hit as much this week. We were just fucking around. Uh, but it's like, you know, even when it was 10, three penny was 10 Tez. Like we, I asked the question, you know, and sometimes I ask questions before I think through them. And sometimes I do the every man move as well. And I'm like, well, what if you hit and you didn't have it in your salary? What if they didn't have enough? Well, it's two things. One, it tells your owner to look at your contract at the end of the season. If you're consistently hitting above your weight class, probably should be rewarded at some level at some point. But two, do you really not want to just pick up the fucking three penny and buy the, you know, get those base hits? Like there's zero question until three penny runs away to, you know, wild unimaginable heights. Like it's worth it. Get your fucking hit. Like we talked about the thing where the owner could step in and buy it. If you're not going to, by all means, you know, if you don't have the vision here, take that option. But, like, what are you signaling if you're not paying for these? Like, it just, it's such a no-brainer right now. You're going to let me buy uh, Gill for 25 Tez, you know, which is, like, roughly what 10 three-penny is right now. When I glanced at it yesterday, I feel like that's about what it was. Okay. Let's I'll say, do that all day. Let's say three penny goes to ten tens. Yeah, all day, all fucking day. Like, what do you? What is a? Not to to disparage the elephant men, okay? But apparently, you guys like to disparage the elephant men and only trade them at one hundred and thirty to one hundred and fifty to one hundred and eighty tens. Okay. In other words, if these were shitty old elephant men, and tens were or if three penny was ten tens each. Okay, you get them for a hundred. Yep, you're still getting them at a discount against what we've decided the worst base card is worth. I want to hop in. I want to, I want to talk about the yeah. yeah three penny thing. You know, I think that's an interesting conversation. Um, look, on some level, I think I would pose a question: Is you know, you, Luch said, you know, hey, if if they're hitting more than their salary is, they should you know, have their, their contract reevaluated. I don't think that's inherently untrue, but I also don't know why is it that you expect me as an owner to pay for all of your hits? Why is that the expectation when your minimum salary pays for 10 hits a season? And I mean, three penny doesn't grow on trees. The owners bought it and we pay it to you. We pay your first 10 hits minimum. If you are a minimum contract player, we are paying for your first 10 hits. I imagine if your franchise is doing it correctly, they're providing guidance for you as well, investing time and resources and energy and effort. 
So, and it, look, if you're not, if your team isn't winning games, we're not getting that. <laughs> we're paying you money and losing money. Yeah. Paying for your, if you are not part of a winning franchise, what you're doing isn't working. We aren't winning. So I'm not sure that you hitting more than your salary means I should reevaluate that. Um, not saying that there aren't situations where it should be considered, but I do not view it as my responsibility to pay for each and every one of your hits. Spoiler alert, I pay for my own hits. Kitsch pays for his own hits. All of our owners pay for our hits and we're paying for, if you are the, if you have a minimum contract, your first 10 hits are paid for free. And chances are, if you're a minimum contract player, you're not hitting more than 10. And if you are, wow, what a bounty. You're a lucky son of a bitch. I mean, right. so, yeah. Uh, so, you know, I think those are my thoughts on that. Um, you know, I, I'm not saying that people can't outplay their contract. I'm not saying that people don't exceed expectations. And perhaps, you know, when the contract was given, they were at a certain level and then things have changed, you know, positively or negatively. Look, we've seen it both ways. Um, so uh, I'm not saying that it shouldn't be something that is looked at, but I absolutely don't view it as my responsibility as a team owner to pay for your hits. No, I think that's a healthy point of view. Um, you know, we've talked about levels of entitlement before, right? And how those were things that Threes has worked on in the project, right? Like showing up and saying like, oh, did I get the thing? Okay, bye. Um, that's, I, I think that's a, a healthy point of view. I think... Part of what I was saying was like, if you drastically outperform, right? Um, but yeah, like, but like, even but, like a, if you're getting around a hundred and you got, you know, 18 or whatever, like still probably falls in line. You know, I, I it's it, like with like, congratulations, you got how much paid for. Yeah. Like, that's awesome. Like yeah. what other, what other collection is doing that? Right. Whatever project is this? Nothing. So now that's, that's a very very good opinion to throw out there and for owners to think about. And we all got into a, an arms race early and did more than we should. And there needs to be some certain realistic, especially when you see the books at the end of the season. Like I know we overspent last season and then the, probably this one. And like, how many seasons can you do that? Not a lot. Well, and it's, it's an expansion of the Pendleton conundrum, right? right. The Pendleton conundrum is, has put, the, the league itself into into a position here and this is you know um we're we're moving out of it and we're, we're coming coming around it it's possible okay for those that don't understand the structures of, of, of how this plays out which i you know even if you're not an owner it's i think it's important that you understand you know what your owners have done and what what's on the line for them and and how you know major owners basically every every franchise was sold for fifty thousand dollars cash usd do that Okay. This is a substantial commitment for anybody. I don't care what your economic situation is. $50,000 is nothing to laugh at. Nobody would say, no, I'm good. I don't need your $50,000 if offered to them. Okay. What that $50,000 did was build up a war chest to then go out and run a franchise. They bought, they bought the three penny. Okay. At $2 per three penny. Okay. So that they could do this. Even for a long time, okay, 
as it stands right now at two dollars per three penny okay it's actually at break even for them right now against like two and a half to three tes three penny with tes being as low okay so they they literally paid for every three penny that's received as a player okay so how can they get those back they can they get paid for wins 203 penny per season win okay so a sweep you get 400 of them back as we've moved into the cost of base being three penny okay just so those of you understand that's not all threes lining his pockets here okay i get one ninth of all of that okay so i get 1.113 penny per hit okay two dollars and 22 cents in current times is what i'm selling you each of these for okay and the gentleman and lady okay who put their real money into this okay to make this work by being franchise owners okay are getting some of that back okay little bits of it over time 180 hits okay you can do the math on it and figure out how much everybody's getting back and how that plays out so wins if they win if they sweep Okay, and they get their share back. Okay, they should over time be able to make that work roundabouts. Okay, it's still a deficit. Like these are still businessmen who have invested in this franchise and believe in long term growth. Okay, that this becomes this thing. Meanwhile, they are paying all of you, and let's really think about it for what now again? What is this salary? What are you doing to receive your salary? Oh, you occasionally fill in a form. <laughs> like literally, you occasionally fill, you not always, okay? You occasionally fill in the form and then you get to buy these things which we've talked about here. What are these things worth again now? And you get to buy them for how cheap, okay? The fact that you even get to buy them for that cheap. Oh, and then these gentlemen and lady are the ones paying you for the first 10 you get. I think you got a pretty fucking sweet deal as players. Okay. And what is expected out of you? Okay. Oh, to collect the things that you tell me, all of you, every goddamn day that you love. And that I then put my entire life into making them worth what you've paid for them and more right that's like this whole balancing but for anybody to sit here and be like i need you i need these gentlemen and lady to buy more things for me because i want them what now on another point i want to hop in don't mean to interrupt but yeah absolutely zero owners are using the liquidity pool to swap three penny for money so you know if anything that you heard him just say you think oh well the owners are getting three penny back and that if you think that any money is coming out of the ecosystem you're sorely sorely mistaken but that isn't happening no meanwhile look anybody who's here in season nine <clears throat> somewhere around 70 74 percent of you went and took money from me where'd that fucking lp come from the huge bulk of it from me. So you took actual money from me to then just go like, I don't need these. I don't want these. 
these are dumb. I want the money. I deserve threesomes money because I filled in forms and got things, which then I sold because I got the money. You know, that's, let's be honest, okay? No owners were sitting there going, hey, threes, can I have some of your money? No, no, no. Now, I did that because that's the way this works, okay? And I put the bulk of what I've ever made in this project back into the project, okay, to keep it all going. And it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. It works. We're, we're living in it right now. Season 10 is, it, this is like the absolute proof of concept here. Oh my God, I make all of these things and they all have future utility and you get to use them. And if you're smart and you're strategic and you do them well, you get to get all these things and all these things and it keeps going. And if you really love them, you go buy more. But if you're smart about it, you yeah, you can. Okay. Doug L doing pretty goddamn well with his utility hits, isn't he? Okay. Four to five. Yeah. He had one less than me in, in game four. So I'd say he's doing pretty well. Okay. It, it's possible. Okay. People are hitting. People are hitting that have, you know, Doug, Doug has been along. Doug, Doug buys his inserts. Doug does his thing. I'm not picking on Doug. I'm saying he's getting good return for his utility. Okay. Mm -hmm. We get somebody like Sub Sewell hit on every wheel so far. Okay. Sub Sewell, who he's not put much into this project and is yet being paid by a team to cover all of those hits he's gotten so far. Okay. More than happy to trade and sell things all along the way. Okay. Be careful in, in, in going to your owners. Be careful in, in saying, I need more. I need you guys to buy me more things. How about you be, be really excited that you're in a very small group of people that I let buy my work on primary and that I've done everything possible to make that primary so cheap that you're safe doing it. I mean, come on. Right. And, but yeah, we, I don't, I hate it. I mean, I've seen, I've seen it. I've seen the people going, well, looks like I'm going to need the contract extension. Oh, looks, looks like I'm, wow. I'm going to run out of three penny here pretty soon. You're a lucky fuck then. Yep. You're doing really well for yourself because you got at least 50. Every one of you on opening day, woke up to find 53 penny in your fucking wallets. And I know that most of you still think that that's silliness. Some of you are even like, was it the same as trash? Cause I got trash just given to me too. Okay. But okay. You were given the power to get five of my paintings for free because the gentleman and lady who believed in me last year, believed in this project and said, you know what threes, Let's fucking do this. They fucking pushed in. That's a, that's, that's a considerable, considerable amount of money that they gave me to run this project. And here we are running it. Okay. And guess what? You fucking do it and you fucking play it right. And you were fucking ride it. What's everybody getting, Kitch? What are we all getting? Summer cottages, baby. Yeah, cottages for everybody. I, I was going to point out whoever wins this, uh, if it's a solo person that wins the the thirteen run base card thing at this point, they can instantly go for a cabin next to uh, Flower Boys. Like <laughs> I know we're all going for summer cottages, but if you want to cash out now, you are like if you get the thirteen run pot at this point, 
That's straight up scary cabin money. How much <laughs> is it up to, Luch? Oh, fuck if I know. Like 24. 24 pretty, fucking base cards. You get a pretty nice tent for that. <laughs> I'll tell you this much. The Orioles last night were winning 13-0. And the Orioles, I think, how many of the Orioles are actually Grotto members? A lot of them. Because you know what they said? No, I want more. I want more. And I want whoever fucking holds the Orioles in the 13-run pool to pay for that. I want more. (laughs) (laughs) We did have one more question. So... (laughs) This is uh, from Tex, I believe. Yep. Said, which Grotto member left their cocaine at the White House? <laughs> Only one answer to that question. He was traveling. He was traveling. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, real quick, because I know we're, I mean, this has been awesome. Um so talking about the move to ETH, things like that, how are we doing on that? Um, no, you know, it's good. It's good. You bring it up. Uh, woke up this morning to a message from Jolby. Um, what, what basically, and I talked about it, you, you weren't on last night. Yesterday I did a, a quick LFG and didn't hit fucking record. Um, but, but basically, Jolby and I started to deploy the, the contract. This is, this is the granddaddy. This is the contract. This is, uh, things go well. This is my mentor like mm-hmm. we don't ever need to do anything beyond this and so it's really important that i feel and Joby feels very comfortable with it and so we we ran it on testnet and we ran this whole thing and basically looked at it and we said this works it works right now it's literally a button away from deploying on mainnet and now this is it but i said let's let's walk through just a few more scenarios here as we look at migration, as we look at future, as we look at, at, at finalizing all of this. And we both, we both basically said, it doesn't feel like it's like, it's like we want that. Like there, there were some approaches to it, which I think it, I think it would work, but I, I think the workarounds that maybe it opens us up to down the road. And so, you know, Jolby's in Europe and he's fucking gallivanting around mm-hmm. uh, in, in, you know, uh, in Euro Grotto. Um, and the fact of the matter is we're probably looking at 10 to 20 hours more coding to finish sure. that. So today he's like, yeah, we're right. We're, we're on that and, and we're going to do it. Um, believe me, not, not where I want it to be, where we're, where we're already dropped to. But I also, look, I don't want, first of all, there's no reason not to do it this way now. Like, there's no reason for me to mint everything on, on on ETH and then or on Tez rather, uh, and then and then make that change. Some of it's going to go on Tez because people are choosing it that way. That's fine, but I don't want to mint 131 and then burn 72 and then that's on there. I want it. We're we're here, and so yeah. um, that's where we are. Joby comes back uh, the 21st back into the U.S. Maybe it goes that long. Maybe he gets it done before then but whenever it's it's ready it's ready sure no and like you said like when we talk about moving to this chain and and we talked about this at at length last week like are like you're not going to sell out a couple hours when you're talking about 
the rest of time or right, the rest exactly. of foreseeable chain and things like that. It absolutely makes sense um, for that approach. Um, yeah. And it's, I, it's exciting. The, be the beautiful thing is there's a hundred of us that get it. We're okay with it. And, and I, I said this, uh, I think yesterday, the only two people who have been like, oh, threes, I logged in, I didn't see them, are people who that's the way they treat the project. They'd be ready to list them already anyway. Yeah, they, yeah which is fine. Like, fine. Like, I, but, but, but it's like those are people who like literally don't care. And yeah, don't care. It, it's, I think it's probably fair. good they didn't. What if they need them for another project? <laughs> Yeah, what if they're what if they're they're the goddesses of another project? Right. What is it? What do they need the gillisness? Uh, well, no, I, I mean like me. I haven't I haven't opened them, but maybe maybe that's it. Like they're being called in. It's yeah. Not, yeah. You get it. I mean, it's good they didn't have them today. They could have clicked on the gutter cat scam link and you know lost everything already. Like another there's another rough 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 day and like. Um, Ronald Mac and me after LFG after after the Wednesday drop I think or maybe it was Tuesday he he hung around it must have been the Tuesday uh, we talked at length about security so one of the things once once it does get stood up and like deployed uh, I reached out to Joby I'd like to have him on just to talk about things he's seen because like that was the whole reason he got into the programming on this side right was to know right. what he was clicking on like he reads the contract before he does anything. Exactly. I'm not there. There's so there's there's some things we'll talk through, and but I'll, it's I'll, you know, I'll I'll tell you about just about Joel beyond that. And one thing I said to him, and I'm happy to share this now, um, we've gotten it down. The, the 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 contract is so cognizant of what we're doing and who the grotto is and how this plays out. It's literally heavens. It's like we're not even talking ten dollars in gas. Now, I mean, it's it's so fucking efficient and cheap. I actually got I, I told Joe, I'm like, God damn it. It's going to be too cheap now. It's, it's going to be uh -huh. so cheap that people are going to appreciate <laughs> the element of, of moving into this. They're going to treat it as though it were Tessica. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, he's, he's doing a bang up job on that on that end of it. And it really it's just about, you know, like you said, like our, our kind of uh, forever chain yeah right and and so it's worth it and it, and it is and hey we're having fun the, the wednesday dro the drops and, and and it's fucking fun as fuck right wombat's doing a great job with the feel awesome of it, you know um so yeah it's it's good i'm really just it. missing the descriptions that's that's the only thing like i'm just missing the descriptions like yeah no understood i i got that and you know um given that we got some copy mint and cunts uh floating around yeah you don't want to have them out there yeah uh -uh. Uh, 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 uh. and especially that's why like i've only you know shown the the, the shots of of them yep. behind you know everything yep. at an angle really hard for somebody to fucking try to pull that off compared to a real scam but um yeah no the description is going to be fun and um I mean, i'm looking forward to it uh you guys have noticed on on these mints uh, on Tez, right? It's fun to have traits. Like that's mm -hmm. the that's the change that I had. Cause we had I had an issue. I was um, around the 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 rookies actually, where I had an issue with object. And it's funny because I kind of got into it with them. And I've gotten into to this name at object that we a couple times. I didn't realize who it was. 
and it's one of the founders that I've met way back when. when <laughs> and it's funny because like he and I, he answers me like that. God, I, he, they must hate me so very much. Oh my God. <laughs> um, but, they only have, uh, they only have uh, like seven but, artists left on the chain. So they don't really have a lot of choice but to deal with you, right? Yeah, no, they don't. They don't. And if, yeah, oh, but anyway, but yeah, it, it, so I made that little change with this mentor where we're like, let's, let's get these trades going because now at least, okay, on our stuff on both sides, when it is on ETH, when it, they'll have the same metadata. Awesome. So, but yeah, it's, it's exciting. Thanks for having me. It's fun. I, and and it's, I think it's important, right, as we do this, because what we don't want, and this, this goes to, to, you know, not everybody in the grotto uh, played high-level sports like I did, right? And so not everybody's used to, to, to the coach sort of say, get your fucking head out of your ass, right? But the, I do feel it's important during the season that I'm in to talk about these things so that I don't want here. I gave you all the power. You have it, you have it, you have all the pieces. And then if you, if you blow it this season, like you're never going to recover from it. Like this is, this is for so many of you, a chance to sort of take a, a footing in this, this, this is the last chance before bucket lift off on a lot of this stuff. And you're, you're, I, I value everybody that's here right now in the ways that I valued some of the early believers who are now sitting in very good positions, right? You're here now. This is an important moment. Don't fucking blow it. And so that's where I, I'm going to say, like, don't, let's not fucking fillet each other over the idea that we hit baseline because of Steve <laughs> Right. Yeah, because yeah, they, they won't be able to, to do it for us. <laughs> <laughs> they won't be able to do it for us every week. Right. So be very careful. And, and you know, I think we discussed the, the perils that you're, you know, you're, you're, be very careful. Be very, very careful. Yeah, absolutely. All right. You got anything else for us, Kitch? That's it. Great episode. Great episode. Thank you, guys. Uh, great job. Great, great job from your owners and your, and your GMs. Um, a little special shout out to, to matches. Fucking doing wonderful work, top to bottom. It's top fun to watch. Now. Right? Uh, now. Seen the season 10, week two highlight. Uh, it's a special one. So, um, but yeah, Wombat and matches, uh, the glue that keep us together and the yeah. GMs. Anybody who doesn't, didn't really understand what these owners have done for the project and for you personally, like I hope this was a little wake up because it's pretty remarkable what everybody who owns a franchise and pays your salaries did to make it happen. So thank you guys. Good job. I'm out.